Assalamu alaikum and welcome to our 98th episode of ABC Islam and our 62nd episode of our second series Islamically Independent. We are two Muslim sisters talking about the ABCs of Islam all the way to XYZ. Today we're going to be talking about a very important topic and that is all about how to deal with your family reactions when converted to Islam or simply the ultimate conversion videos or podcast. I mean the ultimate conversion podcast if you are thinking of converting to Islam. So hopefully this will give you a bit of guidance if you're thinking of converting to islam in this podcast we'll be discussing three questions number one why should you convert to islam number two what are the rules on conversion and how to convert and number three what to do if your family does not support you after you become muslim now obviously this is a very sensitive topic and obviously some of you guys might be might be already born muslim but this is actually a very useful podcast episode to know if there are any people in your life you end up meeting and they want to become a muslim so for example if you have a non-muslim friend or an atheist friend then you can always you know have this podcast in the back of your mind you can share it with them if they're thinking of converting to islam so hopefully inshallah this will be an informative podcast episode and this is also a suggestion or a podcast yeah suggestion request from one of our dear listeners who gave us an email on abcislam100 at gmail.com so if you would like to send any podcast suggestions just like this sister over here jazakallah khair to that sister who did send us this suggestion but if you would like to also do the same then always go and check out abcislam100 at gmail.com which is always linked description box below now when we go Going on to the podcast episode. So over here, I'm a Muslim sister. So how are you today? Alhamdulillah, I'm doing really amazing. And I'm really excited for today's podcast episode. Yes. So now we're going to get right into the first question. And that is, why should you convert to Islam? Now, obviously, there's a very big um, question and everyone has different reasons for converting and you might already have a reason. But here are some reasons that we think you should convert to Islam if we had to convince you in like three minutes. So I think that before I start this podcast, I I hope I've heard my sister say this, but this is not something that you should be taking into account as if like, you know, a fatwa or like an imam saying all of this. This is just a normal podcast episode from two girls who just love learning about Islam and sharing whatever we know about Islam to you guys in this podcast platform. But if I have to give three reasons why conversion to Islam is an amazing, amazing journey that anyone can encounter. First one is because you find purpose of life. Now, if you're somebody who asks, if you ask anyone who has converted to Islam, I believe the first thing they would probably say why they entered into Islam is because of the purpose. Because Islam gives you purpose to live and it helps you detach from the outcome of any other kind of things that might be happening in this world. Even if you feel sad, you feel like Allah is watching you. Allah is there for you. But when you're not a Muslim, you don't feel that way. You feel like you're all alone by yourself and you're feeling lonely and depressed. But whenever you are a Muslim, you just feel like there's someone watching you. Someone is there for you all the time. And... Uh, you just feel like you're never lonely even though people around you might have left you if you know what I mean so I think the purpose of life is key to keep yourself driving into this life called life <laughs> into this life called life and the number two is that I think that the one best thing another best thing about Islam is the fact that there is unity in Islam which means that everyone is equal no matter what the culture no matter the race what country you're from it does not really matter and everybody's a united ummah as you like to say in, in Islamic terms so ummah is like a community it's like every 
everybody's equal and no matter what status you have in a society whether you might be a cleaner or a CEO of a very big company you two are the same number three is the fact that there is again equality because for example whenever you go to a mosque you will see that a CEO is literally standing next to a cleaner and they're praying as though they're brothers they're blood brothers and that you will not find this anywhere else in any other religion and if you can tell me which other religion does this then please do let me know in abcislam100 at gmail.com but I don't think any other religion does this kind of unity and equality and you can see that Islam is the true religion of peace and, and unity and definitely even if you say that there are religions who do this we would just like to say that they don't have a specific time in the day where they go and pray together, which you see in Islam. Like everyone, whether you're a sea or whether you're a cleaner, you all got to go and stand up, get out of your job and go and pray Zohar, you know, in the same time, like especially in Saudi Arabia, they just close everything, go and pray because no one, you will see no, no other religion do this where the sea and the cleaner have to go and worship to the same God at the same time. So definitely that's a very powerful thing. So the three other reasons that I would like to say in order for why you should convert to Islam is number one, that Quran is a complete guidebook and a way of life. And again, you may not know that you know, there are so many scriptures, um, for example, the Bible, we're obviously not giving any hate to any other religion, but if you see the Bible, for example, the Old Testament, the New Testament it has been changed and it's been written by people. And obviously people and humans are imperfect and they make mistakes. So how do we know that, you know, humans haven't made mistakes while they've written the, written the New Testament, for example? But with the Quran, these are the words of Allah and it's come from Allah. And obviously it's the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, who received the message and the Prophet was perfect. So he could not have made any mistakes when giving the message. So that is why I would say the Quran is the completely unchanged scripture or book and I think it's a really really powerful message and whatever answer you need in the world is all there like you know is shown with role models it's shown with um, hadiths as well if you go to the hadiths and it's just the perfect message and you also feel really peaceful when listening to the recitation as well and the second one is that you get a clean slate when you convert to Islam all the past sins and mistakes are forgiven so whatever is eating at you every single day whatever mistake is you know making you feel like to you know just punish yourself every single day you don't need to do that anymore when you convert to islam you have to you have the strong belief that allah has forgiven you for every single mistake you've committed in the past and it's almost like you're a newborn baby again so you don't need to think about the mistakes you've done in the past that's all gone out the window after you've said your shahada and the third one is that definitely it frees you from your worldly desires another big reason why a lot of people convert to islam is that they usually may be feeling again as my sister said they might be feeling depressed or when they go traveling they might realize that you know what is the point of all of these materialistic things when you can just go and pray to god and you know you just rely fully on allah like that's a really powerful thing so definitely those that's another reason why you should convert to islam I think that was an amazing three reasons why you should be also converting to Islam from my sister. But now I'm going to be moving on as to how to convert to Islam and what are the kind of rules that everyone should know before converting to Islam if you're thinking of that. So obviously, we are, as, as you said, we're not scholars, but I did get this from an article that I saw on the internet. And there are basically six, kind of five to six main steps in order to convert to Islam. So the first one that is the most important, in my opinion, before you convert to Islam, is that you definitely need to 100% do your research. And that is the most important thing, because when you say your shahada, you must have made the full intention and the sincere intention that you want to become Muslim. And the only way you're going to do that is by knowing about the religion. So please make sure 
sure you do your research beforehand and you do you know you do know about Islam it doesn't mean you have to memorize the whole Quran now but as long as you really like the gist of Islam and I promise you will uh, after looking at everything you will feel the sense of peace you'll be like oh my god all the answers are already there so you need to make sure you're definitely certain that you want to convert by researching and obviously also spending time with people like imams and scholars and spending time with people in the mosque because I'm sure there'll be people to help and support you in your journey and they will be there ready to answer any questions you have so after you have the strong willpower that yes I do want to convert to Islam the second thing you want to do is that you then want to go and either get a witness or you can do it yourself according to the article that I saw it's not necessary or compulsory to actually get a witness when converting but if you I, I would say I, I would probably recommend it because you know you can have an imam by your side but you have to say you have to basically make sure that you know exactly what time you're going to convert and the third step is to then say the magical sentence which is I bear witness there is no God but Allah and that Muhammad peace upon him is his final messenger so that is like the main thing you have to say and obviously you have to say with sincerity and it would be nice if you could do it in front of an imam so those are the first three steps now my sister will be saying the second three steps so the fourth step on how to really do this conversion really properly and the most Islamic way as possible is taking a shower and to basically make sure that you're purifying your from your your soul as well as your and also creating this you're letting go of the past and how what kind of a person you were in the past. I think that is really essential because once you enter into Islam, all your sins are forgiven and this is something that you should know if you are thinking of converting to islam and i think that's a really cool thing because no matter what mistake biggest to the smallest mistake you ever made in this life and before the conversion of islam all of that is forgiven and how beautiful is that mindset and how beautiful is that ideology because you know you might be feeling very guilty that oh my god am i gonna be really a good muslim if i you know get into islam and then i can't keep up with my because i have this past or something like that can i be really muslim of course you can because all of your sins are forgiven number five is making sure that you're praying and praying and practicing quite regularly basis and of course this can be something which is very different to you and your lifestyle but i think that once you incorporate this into your life and start praying at least one time a day and then two times a day and then three times a day and then eventually you'll get to five times a day and I think what differentiates us Muslims from any other religion out there is definitely five daily prayers. So you want to make sure that you are practicing those five daily prayers every single day as much as you can. And then with the most sincerity and clarity and intention. And number six is making sure that you are maintaining good family relationships and other kinds of relationships that you even had previously in that past life that you had. And it does not mean that now you're trying to be rude to them or trying to persuade anyone here to become Muslim again or, you know, become Muslim like you and stuff because everybody i feel like has their own journey you cannot never force anyone to become a muslim and i believe that very wholly and deeply and now i'm going to move on to the third question which is a very important one and that is what to do if your family members are not going to support you or do not support you in this path what you should do in that moment so definitely this is actually the main like I think this is one of the things that makes a lot of um, people who want to convert really back away because they feel scared about the family reactions especially because Islamophobia is on the rise and if you've been raised in a family who may have not liked Muslims and suddenly you become Muslim that can be a huge shock to your family so definitely this is a very um, you know this is a very hard topic and very sensitive topic for a lot of people who are converting but I would say the first tip that if you are 
are, you know, really going into Islam and you're scared of your family reactions, or if you've already seen that your family doesn't like you being Muslim, the first one is try to really understand that they are not scared of Islam itself. They are scared that they're going to lose you as a person. They're scared to lose that, like, let's say your name is... um. I don't know, Eva. Yeah. They're scared to lose that Eva. They're not scared to, because they're scared that, the, you know, Islam is suddenly going to transform this Eva into a completely different person. So you need to understand that, you know, they're not trying to really, they're just scared that, you know, Islam is going to be really extremist and take your whole identity away and they're not going to have you as the same daughter or son or person anymore. So please remember to take that into account. And, you know, in order to really make sure that they do not misunderstand you and that you try to show them the yes i am still the same eva but i'm just a muslim what you could say is that you could try to talk about things that you share so for example if you in the past used to talk about i don't know video games you can still talk about video games today like oh yeah i still like i don't know minecraft or i still like roblox or whatever you can still talk about that the second tip that i would give is to please do not cut um ties with them and that is such an important one because a lot of converts think that you know if you're muslim if your family is still non-muslim you have to leave them unless your life is in danger or unless they're stopping you from practicing islam i think you can still live with them i think you can still maintain ties with them and that is what islam recommends because in the end of the day they are your roots they, they this is where you were born this is where you were raised and you do not want and also they might have a warped view of islam being like oh islam recommends that you know you should be leaving your non-muslim members which is completely not true so try not to give them a bad view of islam by leaving them for no reason so try to maintain the ties and also try to do sunnah activities or things that are going to make them feel like actually islam has changed them for the better and this could be by giving them presents at random times or by even giving when you give your zakah give it to your relatives who are like near you so definitely try to do sunnah activities and show that you've changed for the better and the third thing that i would say in order to really um you know how to deal with a unsupportive family is to try to not get defensive i feel like there's also a very easy one because when your family for example be islamophobic and they might be like oh you know why does your why does islam oppress girls you know wearing the hijab why do you have to wear the hijab they're so oppressive and they might start saying statements like this and you might want to just, you know, you might just be in the heat and you might just be like, no, that's not true. And you might start defending yourself and defending Islam. But to be honest, if you show that you're getting angry, that means that you feel insecure. That means that you feel like, you know, you might run out of points to say and that you actually feel attacked when in reality, you shouldn't be feeling attacked because all the answers are already out there on why girls wear hijab and why, you know, everything is done in Islam. So never, ever feel like that. And instead, you can tell them, oh, you can always Google it. Or, you know, if you don't know the answer, or if you for example what you can take them to an imam if they really want to know about islam so try not to get defensive and all angry because that's not what the prophet did in that instead the prophet was very calm and he was very reassuring i think those points were absolutely amazing and i think that i think everyone should be really taking those points into account and especially don't get defensive because i believe that whenever someone asks you why are you doing this why are you doing that why are you changing yourself like that i think they're trying to trying to be curious if you take that from that mindset that oh they're just trying to be curious about what i'm doing and why am I doing all those kind of things? Maybe then you can take it a step back and not be angry about it because they're just being curious, especially if they're not non-Muslims, your family members. But I think the fourth thing that 
um, what to do if your family members are not really supportive. It's the, fir- it's the first of all, in my opinion, is seek support and create a community of your own outside your family because whenever you're feeling shut down or low energy or being around your family members who are not supporting you, you can go to that community and get support and that can be easily the mosque because there are so many people who go to the mosque and they tell you they tell you about the religion and you can know how to do things and especially talking to the imam about certain topics i think is the best way to get knowledge in my opinion obviously it has to be authentic resources if it's on online or anything like that and i think the number four no number five in this list is to make sure that you're reading the quran daily especially when you're feeling lonely this is so it is a medicine of the heart and i believe that whenever you read the quran you suddenly find all kinds of solutions to all kinds of problems that you didn't even know existed so which is why it's very important that you get hands on some quranic translation or english translation of the quran in that way you will find solutions to different kinds of problems and how to live your life in a way as my sister said is like a guidebook for life and a lifestyle and and islam is a lifestyle is not something that you just do for a short term and the long term you don't do it so make sure that you're reading the quran daily to find answers and especially when you're feeling lonely and number six in this list is making sure that you're not having an outcome when you're trying to convert or persuade your family members into the religion because as i said before forcing someone to be muslim or any other religion for that matter is never going to work is never going to last in the same way we always say that forcing girls to wear the hijab when they don't want to is just not going to be long term that's just how it is in the same way goes for forced marriages those marriages are never going to last long unfortunately and even if they do they're going to be very unhappy inside that marriage so this is some of the things that i wanted to say basically for this topic Definitely. So those are basically all of the points that we had to talk about. So um, hopefully, inshallah, this helped any of you guys who are thinking of converting to Islam or if you're a born Muslim, hopefully this will help you the next time anyone has any questions about Islam. Um, but alhamdulillah, we have come to the end of our wonderful episode today. We really hope that inshallah, you've learned something new. Also, if you do not know, we upload every Monday for Islamic Independence Series here on ABC Islam. If you're excited, please subscribe or follow us on podcast platforms such as Google Podcasts, our podcasts and Spotify. Most platforms are free and you don't even need to log on. If you want to send us any more podcast suggestions or ideas, as I've already said, please go and check out abcislam100 at gmail.com linked on the show notes or the description box of this podcast. Jazak Allah khair for listening. May Allah bless us all and we will inshallah see you next time. Assalamu alaikum.